0: Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everyone from Crystal Sea Books. I'm Victoria Kay. Today on Anchored by Truth, brought to you by Crystal Sea Books, we want to give our listening audience an after-Christmas present by broadcasting in its entirety Crystal Sea's epic Christmas poem, The Golden Tree, Komari's Quest. So just for today, we're suspending our usual show format, to allow listeners to enjoy an uninterrupted story of adventure and heroism presented in a classical Christmas format using rhyme and music. We hope you enjoy this special presentation of The Golden Tree, Kamari's Quest.
2: Once upon a time, in the land of infinite snows, the land of the midnight sun, The season was just beginning. High spirits were starting to run. Goodwill drew each to his neighbor. The air filled with Christmas cheer as the bears began to celebrate the most special time of year. Starlight gleamed and twinkled through air both brisk and bright. And snow-like satin shimmered Veiled in tiny jeweled lights Happiness, wonder, and peace Had captured and enraptured the town And the bears joyously reveled As love unrestrained did abound But lo, out of the east Crept a nasty and ghastly gloom That for the bears good temper Would swiftly and surely spell doom As the bears hurried and scurried to their homes for evening repose, they knew not of impending horror that the dark had yet to disclose. Very nearly had the town laid aside its hustle and bustle for a time to rest its holiday thoughts in sleep and dreams sublime. Mothers were nestling their children under quilts in deep, peaceful sleep. And still no bear had an inkling of the danger that upon them did creep. Only one small bear was still out, and she was nearing her door. And still no alarm had sounded to disturb any slumbering snore. This last little bear was coming from the heart of the tiny town square where she had just finished tending their treasure so glorious and rare. A secret both wondrous and magic, most dear and precious you see, the source of the bear's good fortunes was the golden eucalyptus tree. A tree known mostly in fable, with powers beyond compare. Vital to the bear's well-being, and known in all halls round there. This stout and hardy tree had sustained the very first bears, who had left their homes down under to search for the great northern lair of the immortal white koala. Who was revered, strong, and wise, creator of all the bears, and the earth, and sea, and skies. Those bold and earnest pilgrims who settled this wonderland had hoped to find the truth, and so had left their clan. They braved the raging oceans and eluded hostile lands. They crossed the great frost deserts and conquered high mountain bands. Though they were ever true to the vision that led them there, they never found the throne of the white koala bear, and in truth were about to perish for they would not surrender their cause when near a great mountain's peak, one final time they paused. They reasoned together as brothers about the purpose of their quest and once again affirmed that they had only sought the best they finished the climb to the top expecting only more snow and could scarce believe their eyes when they beheld a shimmering glow. A radiance calm and pure was shining wonderfully and death's near door was closed by the golden eucalyptus tree. So they settled the valley around and discovered to their delight a land both fair and fruitful nourished by clear, warm light. Through many generations they flourished and built a thriving town, whose center was the saving light their brave forebears had found. Never did the bears forget what had stayed death's sure hand, and they tenderly cared and kept the treasure that marked their land. So each generation that rose made it a special honor to be the koala that was chosen to care for the fabled tree. For only the pure of heart were worthy to be asked, and only the kind and noble received the precious task So in this joyous season, one small bear still walked toward home and hearth and warmth, not knowing the danger that stalked. But not just any bear was out this lonely night, but the bear considered most worthy to guard their guiding light. Still young in koala bear years, but great in faithfulness, the bear who was called Komari had passed the hardest tests. Not tests of strength or body, but challenges to spirit and soul. Touchstones that opened in her. New visions that slowly took hold like those who came before her who had cared for the golden tree. Her service to a greater cause helped her grow to maturity. Mind you, she never reflected about changes occurring within or how she grew to be different from those she knew as friends. Even on this fateful night, She thought not of star or sky, but of the meaning of the season, of the tree, and how and why. How the bears had come to the valley and why they had not died and why she had been chosen from the others who had tried she somehow knew within her she hadn't reached the mountain's peak. But she had no clue or sign of what more there was to seek. So like the bears long ago, she paused in homeward tread to consider the path before her before turning to quilt and bed. And as she cast her eyes about her in searching and questioning gaze, she was caught by the unexpected, for to the east she saw the haze. A greenish and blackish fog rolled round the hills to the east. And though she knew not the source, she felt the presence of the beast. he paused a moment longer and watched the evil gloom grow. The putrid, demented pollution spread across pristine snow. The gloom escaped the shadows cast by the eastern hills. With dark, cruelly bent figures the horizon seemed to fill. Stooped and twisted in aspect, muddled shapes in green and black. Steadily they moved toward the village, the town, and treasure to attack, and in the center of the haze, the deepest blood-red gleamed, a throbbing, pulsing glow, pure evil its obvious theme. Kumari was still no longer. She moved as fleet as the wind. A rousing alarm she must sound. The warning cry she must send. She rushed to the village center where laid the Qantas horn. Brought from the land down under the village of danger to warn. She raised it from its place and caused it to give forth, a note that wakened her fellows, all the bears in the great far north. For though it had been many years since the bears had heard its sound, every koala knew from birth it meant danger to tribe and town. As the bears began to assemble from the greatest to the least, the demonic gloom was closing on the village from the east. And even as the bears with swords and shields arrived, the ghastly, ghostly horde seemed more and more alive. The deep red glow in its center took on a definite shape. A horrid, hooded figure overshadowed by flowing cape. Only its head was clear of the garment that it wore. And on its misshapen skull, the horns of demonic lore. The horde sifted and shifted about its master's feet, but always toward the village moved and finally reached its streets. By now the bears had gathered in preparation for the fight and knew with cold, cold certain this would be no silent night. The evil demonic gloom crept toward the place where stood the tree. Protected by grim, determined bears. Silent, faithful, and free. For a moment the forces were silent. The clear wintry air without sound. Then the demon lord approached the bears and with fierce red eyes glared around.
1: Step back from the tree, small creatures, for I have no quarrel with thee. I have only come to claim the golden eucalyptus tree. It was brought here by my father against my wishes and will to blight my perfect kingdom, a task it accomplishes still. This land you're on, I own, and rule with power and might. The only exception is here, near that cursed tree's pure light. Step back and I'll let you live to leave my northern land. Return to your home down under and find the rest
2: of your clan. For a second, no bear spoke, for none knew what to say. Then a small clear voice spoke in the night,
3: Demon master, our answer is nay.
1: Know you not, I will crush you. You cannot stand against me. You will do not but
2: perish if you try to defend the tree. But the small voice sounded again, speaking the town's one mind. And no one challenged or stopped her as she moved forward of the bear's front line.
3: The tree saved our forebears and nourished all that you see. We will not abandon it now. We will not surrender to thee. For though your power is great, though your army is strong, though defeat for us is certain, we do not fear your throng. More to be feared is leaving, the truth we know so well. The grace that brought us here is far too dear to sell.
1: If t'was grace that brought you here, then where is your grace now? Does your grace demand your life since to my sword you'll bow? If grace is truly good, then surely it must be that grace would have you live and sacrifice the tree.
3: Now see how blind you are,
2: spoke Komari, soft but clear.
3: You see only the one or the other, and not the truth that is here. It isn't a choice between grace and life, for the second lies within the first. Only doing and serving, as we know we must, can ever slake our thirst.
1: You foolish, foolish bear! It's power and strength I hold, and with these rule my kingdom, and someday the world will unfold. The tree is but the first step, as I take what's rightfully mine. All I've offered you bears is to live for a little more time.
3: Time is all we've ever had and not because you're here but because that's the way of this land and time is not what's dear. The only time of ours you hold is our time in this wintry land but the time we bears are taught to cherish lies not within your hand
1: If you believe all you said, then you're not afraid to die. Prepare yourselves, you and your friends, for soon in the snow you'll lie.
3: We're not afraid, my fellows and I, to stand against steel or sword. But a proposition I have for you, O dreadful demon lord. You and I, in a test of strength, to the victor goes the tree. Have you the courage, most cowardly one, to fight and strive with me?
1: Tiny puny koala, your words are utter folly. I am the lord of the demon hordes, my power beyond belief. I raise my hand, and millions bow! My visage is frightful to see, and you would place only yourself between my plans and the tree? I accept your challenge, and grant you a boon! My present to you this year! You may choose the means of your death, What weapons we will bear
3: Swords, demon lord Swords I choose Let swords be the means to the end Yours you carry Mine you can't see But it's a sword too mighty to bend And since it's the season A present I give You may take the first blow Strike me now if you can, and leave me in the snow.
2: Nay, cried the bears, as if of one voice.
1: We will not permit it to be. You are the guardian. It is true, we to
3: the Exactly, my friends. That is the truth. So even now, I fight not alone. Though this is the body the demon lord strikes... This body isn't truly my own. For if not for the tree, which of us would ever have even been born? The tree saved our forebears when they came upon it that morn. Ever since then, we've not been our own. Our lives bought for a price. This tree that was sown for you and me was the great white bear's sacrifice. So if I am slain for this good cause, it's a light burden to wear. Your lives it preserves and confirms our faith, and I'll have a gift so rare. For I'll die knowing I was true to the end, and my victory is complete. For I know that which the demons do not That life's not the fruit most sweet. I also know that we're not alone. That another fights by our side. That his arm can only strike if we lay our own power aside.
2: Enough of this banter! Roared the fierce beast. I'll no
1: longer be denied. I've accepted your terms. I'll take your gift. My sword aches for your hide.
3: Strike then, demon, for these words are my sword. Your first blow will be your last. Make it sure and make it hard, for with it, your time is past.
2: The demon lord roared and stepped in front. Of minions brought straight from hell. He sensed his triumph and laughed with glee and sounded Komari's death knell. He raised his sword an awful blade inscribed with the runes of the dead. His flashing eyes seethed with fire and the sword paused above his head. Komari looked into death come near. For a moment fear passed her eyes. But she stood rock still and never turned And awaited her certain demise Bright the blade, flashing with fire Horrid the demon's loud cackles The air round master beast and horde With hatred and bitterness crackles Then fell the blow The sword cut the air and cast the hate-filled shriek. And time paused their steel and faith moved swiftly each other to seek. And in that time-held moment, the wind with wings took flight. Komari caught in its blustering grip was swept from the demon's sight. So quickly she fell because of the gust, the sword cleanly missed its prize. The hiss that followed, an empty sound, as terror course demon eyes. Komari smiled a knowing smile as the demons cried out in fear anger and pain or raging shout as they looked upon the bears. The wind was once again growing, blowing and gaining in strength. It swept round shocked demon and bear, measuring depth and breadth and length. Quickly the storm grew stronger and fiercely raged the wind, with power and might it surged as if the world must end. Snow was blown so thickly in wildly whipping air that all lost sight of each other, both demon and koala bear. The sky with white was thick, and vision totally lost. The bears struggled to stand, lest into the mayhem their toss. For strength the bears joined paws, each other to serve and save. The demons knew not their other, but only their own lives craved. Finally, the great wind calmed. Slowly, the snow swirled away. At last, the bears could see they'd survived death's dark day. Slowly, they counted their number. One by one, they were found. But ultimately, they discovered one small bear not around. But also missing from sight, was the jeering demon lord. And not just him, in fact, but all of the wretched horde. The village was swept as clean as ever it could have been. And all of the bears were there, but the guardian, their true friend. The bears began to grieve in silent agony. Komari had given her life for her fellows and the tree. But as they grieved, they turned toward the tree they called their own and noticed it glowing brightly, for over it a great star shone. A star much clearer and brighter than any they ever had seen. Clear and steady its brilliance silver and gold it Sheen. And as the bears looked on, some thought they might have heard a small, clear, and steady voice uttering windswept words.
3: Oh, happy and blessed is our land, for we were never alone. The goal our forebears sought is now truly my own, Grieve not, good friends, for my fate, for wondrous visions I see. Remember the words that we spoke while defending the precious tree.
2: And as the bears kept looking, the great light began to rise. And as its brilliance faded, they beheld the starry skies. And far, far away, on the edge of a hill, two figures they spied walking. Just where, with murderous chill, the demon horde had come stalking. The figures moved ever so slowly walking arm in arm, and even at this distance, reflected wondrous charm. They watched the figures climb and pause below the peak. Then one of the figures knelt at the other's golden feet. Then the figures ascended into the star-filled night. A bright glow the two surrounding with shimmering, glimmering light. One of the figures was small, the other of obvious might. One was a tiny koala, the other pure cleansing white.
0: We hope you enjoyed this special presentation of The Golden Tree, Kamari's Quest. If you'd like to get a copy of this enchanting tale to share with family or friends, copies are available for a modest amount from crystalseabooks.com or amazon.com. We hope that you and your family have a blessed Christmas and that the new year will be filled with blessings of knowing and serving an almighty God. We also hope you'll be with us next time, and we hope you'll take some time to encourage some friends to tune in also. If you'd like to hear more, try out crystalseabooks.com where
3: we're We're not famous, but our boss is.
0: Happy New Year, and may 2020 be a blessed year for all.